Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the LaughSpin podcast. My name is Mike, along with me, Dylan Godino, the LaughSpin chief and editor and chief editor in chief. <laughs> I'm the I'm the chieftain. You're um, the chief and the editor and the editor in chief. How about that? In, I gave you three I'm titles. I'm in the band. I'm in the band, the chieftains. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, Lastspin.com. That's him. He's the man. He is Dylan, the man for Lastspin.com. Me, I don't know what the fuck I am. I'm just a guy. I'm here. Hi. How are you? And we bring. I'm um, just dumb man. <laughs> what? I'm a, I'm all right, dude. How was your Thanksgiving, buddy? Oh, it was awesome. I ate like a fucking asshole. I <laughs> I did. I I I'm I just. Ugh, it was just terrible. And I you know hung did the whole family thing. And you know now this is the second Thanksgiving that I've had a wife. So, like, you know, balancing that whole thing has been interesting, but at the same time, it's also been kind of fun. Like, it's weird. I, I actually enjoy that kind of stuff now with the whole fam- getting together with family and, you know, appreciating yeah. your family and everything. It's crazy, dude. It's like, you know, you get older, you, you, you get your priorities all kind of situated. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. What does your Thanksgiving look like? Where, do you, where did you go? We went to my mom's. We- and what's her address? Well, if you must know, um, <laughs> no, we went to we went to my mom's. We 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 hung out with uh, my mom and my my uh, my stepdad and my grandparents and my brothers and uh, my wife. And then and uh, after dinner, we go over to my aunt's, which is nearby, and we get the extended family together and we have dessert and we drink heavily i i i don't know if this is how it is with your family but the worst hangovers that i've ever experienced in my life have been after drinking with my family my no, family that is, is heavy that is that is not at all my experience no no, no. i well the other thing too is, is that i have a, i'm the oldest of 15 grandchildren holy shit yeah i don't know if i i never told you that before yeah i'm the oldest of my mom's one of six and i'm the oldest of 15 grandchildren and the young the next youngest is eight years younger than me so she's only 26 uh-huh. so there's a lot of uh, is she hot <laughs> yes as a matter of fact she is no the uh <laughs> There's a lot of uh, young people in my family and, and my, all my cousins, so the the booze flows freely in my family, and it's uh, great. It's a lot of fun, actually. It's a lot of fun. Good. Yeah. You know, I I think, and, and Kathleen Madigan years ago has, has said this to me pre-interview. I interviewed her, and we were just talking about family, uh, and I think she talks about it on stage. I am so on board with the family that, I mean... Listen, I'm not saying it's it's good to have a family full of alcoholics, but I am saying it's good to to be in a family where alcohol is celebrated in a healthy manner. And I came from a family that they were not anti-alcohol at all. They weren't actively anti-alcohol, but right. nobody fucking nobody fucking drank. Really? Nobody drank in our house. Really? And I grew up in the most anxiety-ridden tension-filled house ever and like because of that i'm like the most anxious person 
it's just it's a mess i i feel so sorry for my for my wife like i don't know why why she wants to live with me i'm a mess and it's like why didn't we just drink more that's that's an incredible theory there should be a social experiment about that about families that you know drink versus the families that don't and see how well adjusted they are i i do think that there is an essence to it only because there's the side of my family that is of the recovering alcoholic side right okay and they're the most boring people on the fucking planet they're terrible they like sure they they don't want to do anything they don't want to talk about it they don't want to talk about their feelings they don't (laughs) you know you get a couple of chardonnays in my aunt and then all of a sudden it's like you know i dropped you one time when you were a baby and i never really liked you (laughs) you know the truth comes out i like that you get to start over again it is the season to start over right yeah sure uh you yeah usually it you know if if we have thanksgiving and i do not like get into a major blowout fight with my mother then it's a success nice so so far so good all right. Well, good. Well, I, I, I know how your Thanksgiving went then. How do your kids, what, what do, you do? do you do? Do you do anything different as far as like, I don't know, I'm, I'm at that point now where, you know, kids and house and all that kind of shit is, is starting to enter the picture or at least yeah. the thought of that it will be. So like the thoughts of what we're going to do, like what we want to try to instill in our children, like what, are you doing anything different or are you kind of like trying to start new traditions, that type of thing? Not really. We're we're pretty much we had Thanksgiving at our house. Yeah. Um so that happened. No, I don't we're not doing anything drastically different than uh you know than the way I grew up with with the kids. Uh hopefully what we will do differently is just not inject loads and loads of uh tension and uh i mean I, you know don't get me wrong i had i had a fairly happy childhood of course, of uh, course. it's just they you know very uh, we italian family you know everybody's emotions are definitely on their sleeves we were not <laughs> we're not you know we're not the protestant uh, irish type where like you know like you drink and like just like push everything aside and like right, right, you right. Know, get into fist fights and stuff like right. <laughs> we you know we just yell we yelled at each other constantly yeah yeah so i you know i I'd, I'd like to avoid that my wife is uh polish so i'm i'm hoping they're more polish than italian my kids they certainly look more polish than italian right now <laughs> they do and and may i say i've been over your house your house is a very good thanksgiving house like yeah thank- like Thanksgiving, like hosting Thanksgiving, that's a that's a good house for it. I, I you always want that to happen. You always want a a nice big house where you know you can have the kitchen table and people can sit around it. But also afterwards, you can have people kind of break off and do their own thing and not you know yeah. be a bothersome there. But you, you have a good Thanksgiving house, sir. I like it. Yeah, I do too. And we have a porch, which means oh yeah, your porch uh, rules. Even if it's a little cold, you know, during November, and you know, it turns out we're going to host Christmas as well. Oh wow. Uh, you know, so if you need to get out, you can just go out into the porch and just uh, be alone and, and not deal with anybody. So that I like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Your porch rules, dude. I, I'm jealous right now of your porch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing? What, what is this? What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Hey, hi. The Last Spin Podcast. Yeah, we talk about comedy on this podcast. We're doing it. Happy holidays, first of all, to everybody out there. Uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, it's coming up or it's here. Congratulations to everybody. You've made it through another year. Congrats. But, Unless you're dead and somehow hearing this, yeah, that that'd be awesome. If I we mean, were th- who 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 are we to say what what lies on the other side? Maybe there's 
There's iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud galore when you're dead. I would love to see that in iTunes, the downloads. like It's like, oh, there's a 35% <laughs> download rate from beyond the grave. That is... That is... <laughs> 35% of our demographic is zombies. That'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> at, yeah. at the top of this show, I mean, we're, we're not really at the top anymore, but I did yeah. want to mention this. This is very, very exciting, and I wanted you guys to know about it. January 12th in New York City, yeah. we are doing Laugh Spin Live. That is the Laugh Spin podcast live and in person a totally interactive live podcast show. Here's the details. January 12th, 6 p.m. at Fontana's in New York City. You can buy tickets now. They're only 10 bucks. Go to brownpapertickets.com and just type in Laugh Spin and you will find the date there. It's $10. There is a service fee. There's a $1.34 service fee. So altogether, it's less than $12. We will have special guests on the show. I cannot tell you who those special guests are yet, but I believe the venue only holds 90 people. So we might announce the special guests very close to the actual date. And if you wait, maybe the things will be sold out. So there's only 90 people that are going to be seated at this thing. January 12th, that's next year, January 12th, 2014, 6 p.m. at Fontana's in New York City. Go to brownpapertickets.com. Just type in Laughspin and you'll be able to pay. You can pay with PayPal and your Amex, Discover, MasterCard, Visa, whatever. It's uh, $10. Special guests. It'll be a good time. Mike and I will, will be hosting. I'm thinking about doing some giveaways, Mike. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, once I, once I firm up all those details, I will certainly let you guys know. Obviously... 10 to 12 dollars to see us really doesn't equate to a lot of tickets being sold but let me just (laughs) let me just say this if you are a follower of the laugh spin podcast and you know the caliber of comedians that dylan gets to personally go over their houses and interview them for oh you know an hour or so or whatever and those are the interviews that we bring you so so you know that the special guests are of the highest caliber. So even that you, even though you don't know who the special guests are, you can be assured that they are, uh, they are probably one of the, the better comedians that are out there today. So get those tickets now because you're going to uh, be sorry if you don't later on. And like you said, there are only a, uh, a limited number of seats. So do it now. That'd be great. Appreciate that. That's going to be fun. I, I can't wait to actually be sitting there with our special guests and not talk. <laughs> that's, the, that's the one thing that I, I'm, I'm going to uh, promise that I do is just let the funny people be funny. Like that is the sure. one thing that you need to do when it comes to uh, having awesome guests on the panel. But in the meantime, before we get to that, uh, you know, that is down the road. But we have to talk about some of the great comedy news that is out there now and on lastbin.com which you should be going to daily comedy news first thing i want to start with is the uh the amazing deal on fx that louis ck just inked which is uh incredible only because i mean we've talked about it in past episodes and we've talked about fxx and how it's going to make a name for itself is this is this possibly the uh the the um, the the linchpin there as far as how this is going to fall. What do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, it could certainly it, it could certainly greatly affect the uh, the success of uh, the sister network FXX because in this deal, um, if you know you guys listening to this obviously are familiar with not only Lucy K's uh, comedy but his his business dealings, and you know to take it back all the way to when he uh, signed the deal with Louis. Every comedian now, they're saying, I want the Louis C.K. deal. I want the Louis deal. And what that means is when he struck that deal with FX, he said, listen, I'm going to do shit the way I'm going to do it. I'm going to hire who I want to hire. I'm going to do the show exactly the way I'm going to do it. No notes. Nobody tell me what to do. However, you guys don't have to give me this huge budget. So the compromise was he had a shoestring budget, and but he had total creative control. Right. And it's worked out for him very, very well. FX is very happy with with the situation. Lewis is obviously very happy with the situation. So this this deal that he just struck this week, basically he's in a contract now to develop more shows for FX or mm. FXX. So the only exclusivity parameters here is that if he has a television show idea, it has to go through FX. Right. That's that's it. He can still he can still self-release his specials. He can still release specials on HBO, Showtime, Netflix, whatever the hell he wants to do. He can still do. It's just that as far as TV goes, FX wants his ideas and he's totally fine with that. So that's 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 the deal in a nutshell. That's amazing. And you know, it honestly it's a it's a tribute to the head mucky mucks over at FX. Was it on this show we were talking about the uh the CEO of FX coming from used to be a writer. He understands the writing process. He understands the creative process, and now he's the uh, the head of FX. And yeah, John John Landgraf. Yes, yes. So it was. Yeah, it was here. That's right. We were talking about that, and we were talking about how you know he again the same thing we were talking about before. He lets the funny people be funny. He doesn't get in the way of that process. He doesn't allow the network to get in the way of that process. This is yet another uh, feather in the cap in that regard in that he's allowing Louis C.K. to do his own thing. I mean, literally go out on his own. The only stipulation is whenever anything has the, I, you know, whenever anything has an iota of being a television show concept, he has to bring it to his table. And, and, and in the meantime, it, when he does, he's going to allow him to do it his way anyway. I mean, it's perfect. Right. That's it's it's amazing. That's I it's it's like a dream come true for a comic and a writer and a a producer of uh, you know of of a show or whatever. It's great. I mean, that's that's a that's a way to go. And just the way that you said it as in the beginning, as far as a lot of comedians now are asking for the Louis deal, like the way the special deal that right. Louis got. That's you right. Know? That's that's groundbreaking, man. He continues to kind of like make this be a trailblazer in very small ways and this is a great way of doing it as far as making sure that uh you know creative people get their just desserts as far as get their chance to get out there get their stuff out there and let the people decide whether or not it's a success or not rather than a network deciding it you know what i mean yeah absolutely so it's very cool and if he comes up with something really good it could be the tent pole for FXX that we were talking about in previous episodes that, you know, something like It's Always Sunny or The League can be replaced by in the interim. So that'd be cool. Right. Yeah. 
All right, so uh, we have uh, we have some audio here. The, uh, I got to mention this too. Uh, if you haven't heard it already, listen to Dylan's interview with Mike Birbiglia. He's got a brand new CD out, a brand new DVD out, and it's also on Netflix. If you uh, if you don't want to if you don't want to drive to Best Buy or wherever you go nowadays to get DVDs, and it is called My Girlfriend's Boyfriends. Sleepwalk with Me came out, and that was such an acclaimed hit. You know, that's yeah. kind of like an underground hit at this point. And now this new album comes out. And yeah, and you got a chance to interview him. I mean, what else What else do you want to talk about with the album coming out? Because we got a clip from it. I won't say too much because, uh, you know, we could we could listen to the clip. I, I, let, let me, uh, the clip that we're going to hear is uh, one of, uh, there's many, many funny parts of uh, the interview, but I like this. This is when we were basically talking about sort of how he got into comedy and how he was actually... He was raised really religious, so much so that he thought he was going to be a priest when he grew up. So this was him kind of telling me about that. Yeah, my parents gave up pretty uh, pretty early on. After a couple, were you confirmed? No, I dropped out at like 12 or 13. Oh, but dude, I was so full on before that. You got to get confirmed because at least you get like a bunch of money and a party and stuff. Then you stop. Well, I remember... Um, no, I know. I mean, I, I really did it wrong. <laughs> you did I it wrong. I just did it flat out wrong, but... I used to, one of my favorite things was going to church. I wanted to be a priest as a kid. Mm-hmm. And um, partly because priests just get a lot of leeway with laughs, I feel like. Like a, like a priest version of a joke. Sure. Is like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, boy. And people will be like, Father Patterson's hilarious. I'm like, <laughs> he's not hilarious. <laughs> right. He's just kind of like, I, I don't know. But, but um, so, and then we used to, my favorite part of church when I was a kid was singing the hymns. And uh, we used to sing this hymn, and it goes, uh, what, what church did you go to growing up? I was a Catholic. Okay. Oh, Roman Catholic, too. yeah. Me too, yeah. So we used to sing this, uh, Christ has died, Christ is risen. Christ, Christ will come, come again. again. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, if, if that's your voice, sure. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and, uh, and my brother Joe, who I feel, I, I feel emphatically introduced me to the idea of comedy. Yeah. He's four and a half years older than me. He would sing parodies of that song <laughs> as we were singing the song. So that he came up with. He came up with original parodies. He was like the Weird Al Yankovic of church. He would say, Christ has lied. Christ was in prison. Christ will come at 10. Which is, my, which is the best line. Christ will come at 10. Like this idea that Christ is coming at a very specific time. So, uh, so don't, don't be late because Christ will be here at 10, 10 PM Eastern. That's great. Isn't that great? That is, that's great. And you were able to, did you keep it together in church oh, or did laughing. you lose it? I was it? laughing so hard and, and it was funny cause it was, uh, that was my first introduction really to jokes. And I remember just thinking like, you know, cause there's so much fear in, in religion, especially when you're a kid, you know, you're like seven years old and they're like, there's this guy, Jesus, and he loves you and you love him too. Right. And you're like, wait, do I know this guy? You know, there's like so much fear. And, uh, and, and so in some ways like that idea of a joke was so, um, cathartic for me like the idea of laughing and you know in, in church and at these things that are so serious and so sacred and and that's what i think is so special about comedy is that it 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 takes on the things that are the status quo that make us feel uncomfortable and and makes us feel more comfortable with them and that's why i think that's why comedy lovers and comedy and comedians all have this bond because we're all like yeah let's do that and there you go mike Berbiglia. 
his new album, My Girlfriend's Boyfriend, out now. Check it out. You can also check out the special on Netflix. And also the interview with Mike Birbiglia on LastBin.com and also uh, SoundCloud and uh, AllThingsComedy.com and iTunes. And you guys definitely have a, you guys definitely have a rapport with each other because it seems like you guys you know, are old friends. And that's cool to, that's cool to hear. Oh, cool. I'm glad that came, that came through. Yeah. Comedy Central is announcing Inside Amy Schumer's Backdoor Tour. Lo- <laughs> I, I, God, I, Mike, I, I get I Stop. Hold on. I yeah. get a sense that the name of her tour is some sort of sexual reference. I, I'm thinking so as well. I'm, you know what? In fact, let me check. Yup, my dick is hard. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is a sexual reference. It is, as a matter of fact. Oh, God. Amy Schumer continues to be the hottest comic I have ever fallen in love with. <laughs> she's amazing. She is. She's amazing. And she's got a new tour coming out. What, uh, what, can, you, what can you tell us about hit this before I finish? <laughs> uh, it's uh, okay. So inside Amy Schumer's back door tour uh, begins January 24th in New York City. We should probably get tickets to that. Right, Michael? Sure. Uh, at the Best Buy Theater. Oh, and let me tell you something. Oh, well, forget it. I was going to say, the, the the Best Buy Theater is awesome, by the way. I've, I've gone there for concerts, and since I'm old now, yeah, uh, 36, that's old. Uh, yeah. We, <laughs> Me and my brother have gone to, to concerts there. We're big metal fans. Yeah. So if you, you walk into the showroom to the left, you could stand and be a, a true metal guy. Uh-huh. Or to the right and up, s- seats. Seats like movie theater seats. I Ooh, love it. Fancy. We sat we sat down and watched like fucking DRI and sick of it all wow. and suicide and, and suicidal tendencies. Sitting down as if we were watching a movie it was amazing. So anyway, uh, very <laughs> very cool, very cool venue in New York City. Um, that's where Amy's going to kick off her tour, her, her tour, her hometown, New York City, January 24th. Uh, tickets, uh, by the time you hear this, will probably be on sale Friday, December 6th uh, at 10 a.m. You can check out amyschumer.com or Comedy Central Live's website to buy tickets. And as a side note, uh, Inside Amy Schumer, the second season premieres on Tuesday, April 1st at 10.30 p.m. on Comedy Central. Wow, look at that. I'm still stuck on the fact that you sat down watching Suicidal Tendencies. Oh, uh, it was great. That's incredible. That is absolutely great. What did you do? Did you did you like nod appropriately? Like just kind of like, yep, this is it. Yeah. Yep. That's what it, you did? It was, it was the best. We were so happy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I don't even want to see the concert. I want to have a seat viewing the seats that you guys are sitting at that's all i want i don't even want to see the band i just want to watch you watching the band that's amazing that's an amazing it was so exciting we we it was so great and and perfect that we looked at each other we were like these must be more or like we're not allowed to sit here or (laughs) were these roped off yeah something must have been going on (laughs) (laughs) i love it it's it's less of a concern though. That's why I, I almost stopped myself, but still felt the need to fucking tell you guys about the the, the seating situation at Best Buy. It's it's <laughs> less of an issue here because obviously all of the, the it's going to be all seating. I saw Jim Gaffigan there years ago, and obviously it was all seating. There was nobody standing for Jim Gaffigan. Well, if we can get tickets, sir, I would love to go see him. Oh, I'll do it. Good. We'll yeah. do it. 
Oh, we'll do it. Oh, yeah. All right, next up, uh, and I don't know if you're in the same boat that I am. Are I'm, we in a boat? We're, we're kind of in a boat. I'm... <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm getting a little sick of Ron Burgundy. I don't know about you. I mean, I got I don't want to seem anti-comedy because I run a comedy site, but I'm no. I'm, I'm I'm pretty I'm officially f- totally fucking sick of Ron Burgundy. No, no, let me let me be clear but let me be clear though before before okay. you say another word before I say yes. another word. I want to be clear yes. about this. I'm yes. sick of Ron Burgundy being thrust into my face. And although that may sound like a sexual position, it's not. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is they the marketing for this movie, which comes out in December this month in December, December eighteenth, December eighteenth. Yep. Yeah, the marketing for this movie feels like it has started decades ago. It feels, <laughs> it feels like they have shoved Will Ferrell into that polyester suit the moment the other Anchorman movie ended, and they have been <laughs> shoving him in my face, selling fucking widgets and Cinnabon and Dodge Durangos and, and fucking and, and, and Polly Pockets and whatever, and Littlest Pet Shop and whatever else they can fucking sell or put Ron Burgundy in, they are doing so, and it's like it's killing the character. I, I love the Anchorman movie. I love it, and I'm, I will see this Anchorman 2 movie, but it's just, it seems like the opposite of the Louis C.K. deal. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> it seems like the opposite yeah. of him being creative versus the studios going, yes, anything with Ron Burgundy, sell it. Put it on a Care Bear. Put it on a fucking, <laughs> it's, we're good. Let's do it. That's sort of what I want. I wonder if he's getting sick of it. Because listen, the uh, the Anchorman movie is is great. All the characters are great. Ron Burgundy's character will go down in history as one of the greatest comedic movie characters of of all time. However, yeah. it's not the most dynamic character. Right. As <laughs> as most comedy characters on film are. You know, right. Steve Martin in the jerk, great, one of the greatest characters. A lot more dynamic than, say, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> so, I'm not saying Ron Burgundy is a is a one trick character, but he's not a twenty trick character for sure. <laughs> and it's it's starting to wear really thin. And yeah. as we record this, it is December third. The movie comes out December eighteenth. Like Mike said, it we have been inundated with Ron Burgundy. I mm. mean, he showed up to uh, to Conan in character. He's anchored the news at, at least in one or two real news places right. in character. As we record this, he's about to host SportsCenter in character. Of course. Like you said, he's selling Dodge Durangos. I'm looking at the story on Laughspin.com right now. There's an official Ron Burgundy scotch that is that is that is now available in the US and uh Canadian liquor stores. I will buy it just because I like scotch. Yeah, but sure, sure. Yeah. And I will drink it. I hope you buy it and invite me over and I will drink it. All right. Um, let's do it. There's a museum exhibit. There's a uh there's the Ron Burgundy memoir. Uh <laughs> let's not forget about that. There's a Ron Burgundy memoir. Yes, there is. There's the Ron Burgundy flamethrower. <laughs> it's fucking amazing jesus and like i said it's december 3rd it's yeah. december th- it's oh oh and the other thing oh my god oh my god I'm, i know people are gonna listen to this and think we're hating on anchorman we're not we're totally not no. we just think we i just don't understand 
why Universal is spending so we're going to see the movie. Right. We're gonna fuck. We're gonna fuck. We're gonna fucking see it. We'll see it twice, maybe. Yeah. Right. All of this is unnecessary. I don't know (laughs) what they're trying to prove. I don't know how big their fucking marketing cocks need to be. Right. Like I, I just don't. I just don't get it. So, one of the things that I find super bizarre is that they've introduced the Anchorman Two Super Ticket. Now, the Super Ticket costs $33, and what the Super Ticket does is it allows you into special screenings of the movie two days before the December 18th release date. Okay. So, for for $33, you can see the movie two days before everybody else, and in addition to that, uh, now I'm reading, this is uh, from The Hollywood Reporter, <laughs> in addition to that, it includes a digital download of an alternate version of the original Anchorman film. Okay. Which is has a title. It's called Wake Up Ron Burgundy, The Lost Movie. It includes a pre-order for the digital download of Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues, which will be, what? I don't understand that. Which will be available weeks before the film is released. Oh, I see. So you'll be able to see it two days earlier. You'll get an alternate version of the original film. Then you'll get... A, a pre-order of a digital download of the new movie, which will be out a few weeks before it officially comes out on DVD and Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And you'll get a $5 basically gift certificate to buy concessions, which should be enough to buy you fucking two ice cubes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just so it sort of kills the fun for me yeah. because it's so either you can, Buy a ticket and go to the movie like a fucking human being on December 18th or December 20th or December 25th if you're Jewish. You know, you you can be a human being or you could be some sort of fucking consuming monster and spend $33 and get all this bullshit that you know is going to be available free online at some point. Right. I mean, do you really need an alternate version of, of the Anchorman? It's not. It's not like a. You know, it, it's not a, a a psychological thriller. It's a comedy. Like, <laughs> right, right. This wouldn't be an issue, honestly, if Will Ferrell did all of this. What do you mean? I mean that if he was if he was selling Durangos and if he was going on Conan and if he was going to all oh. these sports center stuff. But the fact that it's his character doing it, I think it's like, okay, we get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, every actor in Hollywood has their whole thing where they they do press for their movie their upcoming movie, but for the most part, we just kind of like, meh, whatever. You know, who cares? Or you see you see maybe 30% of it or 40% of it. But the fact that it's him doing a character and going above and beyond in the character each time makes yeah. it... There's always that contingent of fans that, ha- that haven't seen the stuff uh, uh, predecessing the current incarnation you know like they 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 see they'll see Ron Burgundy on Sports Center like holy shit did you see Ron Burgundy on Sports Center and then they'll tweet about it or they'll put it on Facebook and they'll put it and then it'll be all over the place within fucking moments right and and it's like yeah we 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 saw the fucking act that he did you know 2 days ago on Conan yeah of course we saw Ron Burgundy you know what i mean right. so so if it was Will Ferrell doing all of this i don't think it would be as 
vomit inducing at this point <laughs> to put it lightly <laughs> it's just it just seems like it's like oh god and you know what's really funny is it reminds me of the story that tracy or uh, not uh tracy um jim brewer talks about when he was on saturday night live and will ferrell would never break character and fucking uh-huh. And and they would like fake rape him. <laughs> they would him and like <laughs> him and like Jim Brewer and like Tracy Morgan would fake rape him in like a dumpster somewhere. But he would would not break Ron Burgundy. He would not break character. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it just reminds me of that it's just like, dude, just just stop, just stop for fifteen minutes, and everything will be okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he just won't. He just won't do it. It's funny. <laughs> Says something about being committed, I guess. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that's that. So, I mean, by all means, we'll, we, I will definitely go see the movie. But again, um, yeah, absolutely. Again, I, I hope, I hope this doesn't put a sour taste in your mouth. Uh, go see Anchorman too, because it, it looks all uh, amazing. I mean, the whole cast is back. Everybody's back. The, the first one was just amazing, so I can't wait to see this one. So yeah, let's have some more uh, audio here. We have um, Kyle Dunnigan. He's got yes. a, a comedy Christmas album that's coming out. You want to, yes, you want to talk about this? Yeah, just just really quick, I want to give it a little um, context. So Kyle Dunnigan, you may know him as a stand-up comedian because he's a very talented stand-up comedian. But you also he also writes for uh, Inside Amy Schumer, and he played Craig on Reno Nine One One, which was kind of one of the um, you know kind of tertiary characters uh, that popped up. He was uh, the one dating um, uh, I forgot her character's name. But anyway, he was he was basically like a psychopath and like a murderer and then like bodies in his basement and shit. Oh yeah, um, he was he was uh Carrie Kenny's uh character. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, um so he is putting out a comedy music album in character as Craig and a few different other characters. Wow. And um yeah, so <laughs> we're going to um we're going to premiere um a a track from it uh exclusively on Laugh Spin, but we're also going to do it right here. So this song is called My Baby Lamb Has Christmas Cancer. <laughs> I don't know what song to do next. Hey, Paul McCartney, what song should I do next? Oh, hey, Craig. I'd say do something, you know, slow. Do a slower number. You know, we always had a sad song. You know, it was nice. I should write the saddest song in the whole entire universe. Well, you know, it doesn't have to be the saddest of songs. You know, I could help you with it if you'd like, you know. I've done quite well. Hey, you know, I just had to come into this song by myself. Oh, well, all right. My baby lamb has Christmas cancer There's not much time before he dies My baby lamb has Christmas cancer Can you believe this shit, you guys? It was very hard to tell him He just looked at me and stared Then he started eating grass clumps But I could tell my lamb was scared Then I shaved off all his lamb hair Cause it'd fall out anyways Cause remember you guys he has Christmas cancer This isn't just a face 
So I made a Christmas weather Out of its cancer fur and such But it was kind of itchy So I don't wear it much He doesn't wear it much I checked him into the hospital And I held his lammy hands I could have sworn he said I have you And we should start a band I reminded him he had cancer With only precious moments left Besides a band takes years of practice If you want to be the best Thanks, bye. All right, there you go. <laughs> There's the clip. And holy shit. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful and terrible. There you go. Kyle Kyle Dunnigan uh, and his uh, his Christmas album <laughs> coming out. Jesus. Wow. What else? What else do we want to talk about? We have... Uh, oh, there was one other thing. Oh, yeah. David Tell. David Tell's got a Comedy Central special coming out, right? Yes. Not only does he have a Comedy Central one-hour special uh, that he's taping sometime next year, but arguably more exciting or equally as exciting is, um, and we reported about this a few weeks ago, uh, he's going to be hosting his own stand-up comedy uh, show uh, in New York City that's going to be airing uh, on Comedy Central. And we have on, if you go to laughsman.com, there is the full list of comedians that um, are going to be on the show. There's going to be eight episodes of the show. Um, I'm going to run through the list very quickly right now. But like I said, if you go to laughsman.com, you could see the full list. So, okay. <clears throat> Ready? Here you go. Go. Jay Okerson, Lil Rel Howery, Judah Friedlander, Ali Wong, Junior Stopka, Jimmy Schubert, Robert Kelly, Lewis Katz, Lunell, Joe DeRosa, Jermaine Fowler, Lynn Coplitz, Ari Shafir, April Macy, Artie Lang, Brad Williams, Pete Davidson, Ralphie May, Kurt Metzger, Nikki Glaser, Tom Rhodes, Jesse Joyce, Al Jackson, and Mike Vecchione. Wow. Boom. Holy shit. That is a great, that is a great list of of uh, well-established, very popular comedians, as well as unbelievable up-and-comers that uh, only somebody like David Tell would have the foresight to say this guy has to, this guy or girl has to be showcased in such a way that my fans will go check them out. That is awesome. That is an awesome list. As as you said, go to laughspin.com, check out that full list if you missed any of that, or you know you can just rewind the podcast because that's how the, these things work. Um, oh right, you can do that. You can do that as well. You can do that as well. <laughs> um, David Tell. I mean, 
if you're not a David Tell fan, if you're like on the fence about David Tell, if you're like, oh yeah, I know I've seen him or I, I've heard him before and I hear he's kind of funny, you, what are you doing? Get get all about David Tell right now. I mean, it's just, he's amazing. Uh, one of these things, one of the things that I, anytime I've ever introduced David Tell to somebody or I talk to somebody that is a David Tell fan, they all have the same thing to say. They all say, they all tell me, especially with people that I know. Oh, do you know who David Tell reminds me of? He reminds me of so-and-so that we both know, like a friend of ours. Like he's very, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? He's a very relatable per. He's a very relatable person and a comic. And, 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 and he just makes these most unbelievably funny and random observations and little comments, little asides that he puts in. He's, he's an amazing comic. He's an amazing club comic. If you get a chance, he's, if he's in your area, go and see him because he's fucking phenomenal. Um, pick up one of his albums. Watch one of his comedy specials. He's really, really, really good. He's one of my favorites of all time, David Tell. And this this whole thing that he's doing, uh, this stand-up special for uh, Comedy Central and um, the uh, the shows with all the other, the other comedians that we just said, just phenomenal a, a great list a great great cast of characters and and uh something that you will just uh you will love if you oh the other thing too if you yeah. if, if you want to if you want to check out an, an amazing show something that i i still think is groundbreaking and and should come back go find you know dvds they, they there's a you know best of uh, DVDs of Insomniac, his his show on Comedy Central that ran for like I think like three or four seasons. Fucking yeah. unbelievable! I have I have I, I'm looking at it right now. Two volumes, best of David Tell's Insomniac. It, it's a, it's amazing. He he goes to different cities across across the country, finds like the people that have like the 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 third shift jobs. You know, showcases them, showcases the local drunks coming out of bars, take pic- takes pictures with all you know, all all fans and people and random people and whatever. It, it's a it's an amazing show and something that I think should come back. But David tells awesome. I can't say enough good things about him. I really, really can't. When when is this coming out again? They haven't announced. They haven't even announced the name. They haven't announced the no. name or when uh, the show is going to premiere. But. It is. It's filming in um, in New York City. Oh shit! You want to know something? As we speak, I think it's filming this week in New York City. It is December second yeah. or fifth, filming in New York City uh, with all of these great comics. It'll be coming out on on uh, Comedy Central sooner rather than later. But in the meantime, familiarize yourself with David Tell because he's just he's the man. He's great. Uh, Indeed. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. What do you say we get out of here? Because we've been talking enough. Let's go, dude. I gotta do stuff or something. (laughs) Give out the plug, sir. Guys, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Go and listen and subscribe. If you have not subscribed to the Last One Podcast, please do so on iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher. Uh, wherever wherever you like to, to listen and please do leave a, a comment a nice review on iTunes and uh, you know go back and listen to some of the old episodes you know I've been I've been thinking there's been uh, I've interviewed a lot of comedians and um, you know there's there's Jim Gaffigan there's Lewis Black there's Joe DeRosa there's Jim Norton there's Trevor Noah from South Africa um, there's Amy Schumer. There's just a ton of people that you guys can uh, check out interviews from. 
Uh, so please do go and uh, check that out. And go on Twitter. We're on uh, LaughSpinCom and Twitter. And, of course, on Facebook. And if by any, uh, if with any reason you want to chat with me, you can do so at Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N, at LaughSpin.com. Very, very nice. Absolutely. Also, AllThingsComedy.com, SoundCloud.com. Two great places to go check out our site, uh, check out our show, I should say. You can comment on SoundCloud.com. You can check out other amazing com- uh, comedy podcasts on All Things Comedy. Bill Burr, Ari Shafir, Harlan Williams, just to name a few. Those are the places to go. Also, if you uh, feel the need to, you can check me out on my other podcast, MastersOfNone.com. Appreciate those who have already. We will see you next week right here on the Last Minute Podcast. See you later. Thanks. Thanks.